welcome to the No Name MMA Show, the best damn MMA podcast you've never heard of, with Mystic Daddy Juan and No Nutshot Nina, and yours truly, Motivated Let's get on with this shit. Welcome to the No Name MMA Show, the best damn MMA podcast you've never heard of. Thank you for joining us on this Wednesday, November 10th, 2021. As always, I'm your co-host, Motivated Andy, joined by the lovely Mystic Daddy Juan and No No Shot Nina. Uh, if you did not lose No Nut November after that UFC 268 fight, <laughs> you, you might be gay. Because holy what? shit. What? <laughs> hey, I call it as I see you. If you didn't nut watching all those dudes fucking tear through some asses. Hey, the just bleed. You might be gay. <laughs> the just bleed was so high that I just don't know. We're going to be breaking all of that down later on in the show. All the good shit. Um, first, though, off. Tanina, hey babe, what what did you do this weekend? What did we do? Besides um, the UFC, we got other shit that we do, guys. Yeah, we went and saw Dune in theaters. In theaters? It's on HBO Max. Bitch, but, we already watched it on HBO Max at she home. Loves and I Dune. loved it. I, it was so good. I haven't seen it yet. <gasps> I do suggest that is a movie that you I would suggest watching in the movie theater. I think the sound system in the movie theater and just the bigger screen, it's just such a big movie that on a TV it doesn't really do it justice. And it's almost like, if you can get it in now and get like a cheap like 4 o'clock showing like a matinee. So worth it. Yeah, it'd be worth it for me. So worth it. It's so good. So that's exciting. That's what we did this weekend. We watched the fights on Saturday with the boys. And then we watched Dune. Yeah. And that was about it this weekend. Mm-hmm. And then actually yesterday too, um, Tuesday, we got last minute tickets to the theater. And we went and saw Rent. And that was fun. Uh, who's, who, it's, an, uh, it's a Broadway play oh, okay. that tours the nation <clears throat> at the Blumenthal in Uptown. And it was really a good show. I've only been to a couple of shows like... And I think they were all for, like, field trips for school. Oh, like, really? The play, like, plays and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. I saw Rent, but probably in 2007. Mm-hmm. Something like that, yeah. Last time it came to Charlotte. Maybe, oh, really? No, that wasn't the last time it came to Charlotte. Oh, I'm so sure. you saw it live before? But I've already seen it live, oh. yeah. But I it was... no. No, I wanted to go see it. <laughs> <laughs> but... It was a long time ago that I saw it, and it was cool to see it again and to go with you, and that was fun for me. Mm-hmm. I was Mom? crying like a baby. Um, I started uh, Narcos Season 3 Ooh. just came out. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. So I just watched, uh, I've been watching that. It's pretty good so far. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Narcos series with Pablo and the Cali Cartel, that one's far better, mm-hmm. far better, but still, still good. Still good. Yeah, still, still good show. Um, I watched that. What else have I watched? Well, I rewatched <laughs> The Hunger Games. Um, okay. I kind of had a little inkling to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The the the, 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 the first the, movie was so good. They're they're all just so good. They're all so good. The Hanging Tree song. I think it's just a banger. <laughs> it's, just, it's just an absolute fucking fire. Do you guys remember fire. they would it play that banger. remix at the club? No. no. Oh my god. I didn't, I didn't go to the club, babe. That's right. You guys are guys. Yeah. <laughs> like every woman had a, we went to the club. Phase. Phase, uh-huh. yeah. No. I did not know they even made a remix there. Fucking That's funny. Blasphemous. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Isn't that about somebody dying or something? Yeah, it's about multiple like, people dying. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? All right. Anyway. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, definitely watch Hulu and watch Narcos. There was something else that I've been watching. But Isn't that I, on Netflix? Wait, yeah, it's Netflix. What are you, it's a no. Netflix original. What, what, so, Did he just bite you? Hunger Games. Hulu is on Hunger Games. Hell yeah. Fuck that dude. 
Mm-hmm. He just tried to fight me. Yeah, no, fuck that guy. I found him really good. Good. I feel so bad. They're talking about the cats, guys. Sorry, I've <laughs> never popped him, and I got him really good. And I mm-hmm. have mom guilt real <laughs> bad right now. It'd be like that. But he freaking... <laughs> he turned his back to you. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, For those who are listening to the podcast, oh Tony went over to the opposite side of the room, and then just... As soon as we started talking about him, like gave Nina this look and turned away from her. <laughs> his face was like, the wall. "How dare you!" Danny <laughs> <laughs> always gets on me for not popping him when he's being bad. That's funny. Well, look one thing is when a, one thing is when an animal is being bad and like you have to like bad. You ha- you got yeah yeah shit. understand like animals don't understand like when you're mad. So yeah. I'm not advocating for randomly hitting your fucking animal. No, punt that but, shit. <laughs> but Juan, there is, the dog lover who has a, ger- a generic German shepherd on his yeah. wallpaper. Not a German shepherd he knows. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, this is my goal. This yeah. is my goal. Punt the is animal. That, Juan is the biggest animal lover I've ever met. I, I fucking like. love it. I yeah. fucking love it. I but also love. punt your animals. I'm <laughs> kick hey, You know, lessons are, lessons are learned, you know? You just... Oh shit! I don't want to do if this. If I hurt thing him, anymore. he would have given us a little meow too yeah. or something. Yeah. Okay. I feel like he would not be on the couch in the he same room. So no, he'd yeah. be. Yeah, no, he'd be. Fuck. He'd be like. Uh, oh, he yeah. is mad at me. <laughs> mm-hmm. He like, knows. That's funny. Um. um sorry, yeah. to interrupt. What oh yeah. No. Anyways. Sorry. <laughs> what about you, Andy? <laughs> sorry, <fine>. Um. <laughs> yeah. So we watched Dune. Uh, we watched Rent yesterday. Uh, for those who don't know what Rent is, I thought it was going to be super gay, and it was only kind of gay, so I'm a little let down, but it was a really good show. So, I think it was super gay when it came out, but mm. we've been, like... But that's where I never saw the movie. I didn't know. Now, I just though. dated all the girls that knew the album or whatever, I you guess. dated all the girls. Nina. All of the girls. All the girls. Hey, so the movie Nina knows I like was not Virgin Mary. Yeah. So that was like my prime in high school. Like but I'm saying 2006 versus 2021, like, yeah. are very gay. Like, and I think pop culture pokes it so much where it's like, this is the gayest, most AIDSy movie you're, yeah. you've ever seen. I mean, seen. Uh, uh, Team America World Police, they had yeah. kind of like mocked it a little bit and they totally. were like, they did the song. It, the same tune, but it was like eight, 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 eight. So that's what the mindset I was going right. in, like, oh, okay, this is super like gay. Yeah. But it was only like kind of. I mean, there was like a d- dude dressed in drag, but that's not a thing. I, I mean, there was know. homosexuals in it, but it just wasn't yeah, but like, you know, yeah. your expectation. Yeah, no, I was like broke back mountain. Like I'm trying to see some fuck action. Have you ever listened no. to Front the Musical or seen it or know the story or anything? No. Nope. You're not missing anything. Just <gasps> kidding, just kidding. Anyway. No, he's Moving on from that, we had a meme of the week that apparently had stolen his shit from fucking Twitter. So fuck that guy. Cosmic MMA, I'm calling you out. Fuck you. Credit or create your own shit. Scum. Scab. Imbecile. Garbage. Uh, yeah, so... Submit. I love you guys, but fuck that piece of shit. Moving on. Off to Juan. Fuck him. For the no name of the week, which y'all better have known, because holy shit. Y'all know who this man is. Chris Barnett. Um, He's a pretty pretty (laughs) hefty guy being able to defy the laws of physics. Let's see. He threw... A spinning heel cook and land and landed it on the side of the head of his opponent. Knocked him out. Was it a clean knockout? Yeah. Uh yeah. yeah, like he was out but he ended up on top and was ground pounding. Him. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I mean it was he wasn't coming back from that. No. Yeah. And the guy that he fought, that was his retirement fight. So to go out uh, out against a new a newer fighter who shouldn't be able to throw heel kicks. I feel bad for him, you know? Like, yeah, he he did not deserve that. Chris, yeah. Chris Barnett, though, mm-hmm. deserves all the bonuses. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it seems like he has a really, really good personality. Yeah. Um, and then he did the, for his celebration, he did a backflip that <laughs> he landed on his butt. It uh, was so cool. <laughs> I loved it. Who was the guy, uh, was it you, or was it one of the guys that was like, he's like a Pokemon? <laughs> um, yeah, your brother said, he's like a Pokemon. And I was like, he really did just pop out of a Pokeball. That's hilarious. That shit is wild. But also, <laughs> like to Juan's point, he was like pleading with the crowd. Apparently, John Vellante is from New York. And he was like, New York, stand up for your guy. Yeah, he was a very so, graceful winner. Yeah, he was dope. Yeah. That was amazing. That was it for the MMA Minute. Off to Nina. I'm sorry. That was it for the no name MMA. <laughs> Off to Nina with no this. That's the effort no name MMA, guys. That's the end. We done. Sorry, guys. That's a wrap. Hey, we gave it a go. That was it. Um, that's with it for that retirement, the... <laughs> here's I was, Yeah, off to me with the MMA Minute. <laughs> okay. So, first off, let's go over all of the finishes from this past weekend to give proper 12 uh, respect to the MMA gods. First off, we have super hype prospect Ian Gary making a comeback KO win over Jordan Williams in the first round. Edmund Shababa Lava Ding Dong <laughs> got finished yet again by Imavov. Thank you. Imavov late in the second round. Chris Curtis finished Phil Hawes in the first via KO. He is now 5-0 and for the year and trying to go for a sixth. Bobby, mm -hmm. Bobby Green played spoiler to Al... Iaquinta in the garden by TKO in the first half of round one. So glad he's gone. I'm so glad he's gone. Yeah. The Khabib fanboys, though. Yeah. yeah. Khabib couldn't take him out in 25 full minutes. That's the argument. It's like, Khabib was playing with his food. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alex Piera, the guy who had KO'd Izzy, got his debut win in the UFC by a flying knee KO in the second round. We will be sure to see him again soon. That was maybe one of my favorite fights from the night, I think, mm -hmm. too. And then for other news, we had Bellator 270 this weekend, which featured one of the craziest crowds ever, as Patricky Pitbull was going for the lightweight title where his brother used to be the champ. He was going up against Peter Kuala, or Quali, I'm sorry, which ultimately ended in a TKO for the Irishman. That crowd was wild. Yeah. Uh, Peter had come out to the Cranberry Zombie, so the Korean Zombie song, and they just kept on, like the crowd, just kept on yelling, Zombie! Zombie! For like, like well into the first like round. music cut. Yeah, music the cut. Crowd. They were trying to get the fight actually started, and but the like crowd was it. so loud that you couldn't hear the announcer. It was fucking insane. That's that was the craziest. Like, to be so loud that you're postponing the fight mm -hmm. is wild. And then your dude gets TKO'd. Like, mm -hmm. no Irishman won. It was in Ireland, I believe. It was yeah. it was the best showing for Irish fans. But then also, like, Irish MMA is maybe not the best. Sorry. As for the co-main featuring James Gallagher, he was submitted in the third. And then speaking of Bellator, Chris Cyborg defends her featherweight crown against 7-4 and Zinead Kavanaugh. We're not surprised, motherfucker. Yeah. She's gonna... Oh, she gonna eat that woman alive. She's 4-4 four and four in Bellator, by the way. So 7-4 total, 4-4 four and four in Bellator. That's insane. And she's going against Chris Cyborg, who has like almost 30, or 35, yeah. 36 fights. Be ready um, to die. Yeah. That's Aaron Blanchfield was left without a dancing partner with Macy Barber getting injured, but another young prospect, Miranda Maverick, has stepped up for the bout. Um, and this is going to be for UFC 269. Miranda Maverick is making moves. Good mm -hmm. for her. She put up a post saying uh, sponsorship deals, so I'm going to hit her up with a $5 offer. Yes. Yeah. 
Big money, big money. Dylan Dennis, during UFC 268 event, was smacked backstage by manager Ali Abdel and Sneeze. Gotcha again. Yeah, uh, nothing else was released. Ali did not make a comment. All that was reported was John Morgan saying, like, Ali smacked Dylan Dennis backstage and he got escorted out of the arena. That's it. Think the community thanks you, but also still fuck you a little bit because you're a UFC show. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Serial <laughs> Gan was interviewed by Farah Hanam in regards to the awkward moment caught on camera where Francis Ngannou was seen walking by his former team with not so much as even a hello. Did you see that, babe? Whatever yeah. that happened? Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah, so the whole thing was, Gon was like, I understand the coach. You have something going on with the coach. I understand you're not saying anything to me. I'm your next opponent. But the Imavov, <laughs> he was the former sparring partner with Francis. Yeah. And that was right after his win. So he was like, why didn't you say at least good win to that dude? Like, that dude has nothing against you. He's never spoken ill about you. Mm-hmm. That's what gets... Like, it, that's his prerogative, but also yeah. that's kind of... <coughs> his take on yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's all business, you know? It, yeah. You're not... If, if Francis isn't there to make friends, he's not there to make friends, you know? Like, yeah. he's there... Well, the and coach was awkward. his former protege. Like, yeah. the coach had kind of molded Francis into this, and then he went to Extreme Couture. It was just, like, you know, France and coming over to the States, so... I mean, like, it's awkward. Like, yeah. I mean... And then on top of that, cameras are following around Francis. Mm-hmm. I see that more of a more as a business thing than. I mean, it does hype the fight. Yeah. Shit, there's nothing but bad blood there. Maybe it's not said all the time, but. Yeah. Francis feels disrespected in some type of way, so I don't know. It'd be different if Francis like passed by and then like told his former training partner and coach to like fuck off. Or like whatever. No, he yeah. just did. It would have been awkward too, honestly. I feel like if he went up and said hello to his former training partner, and then like very obviously didn't say anything. I think that would have been better. Like, like for for real, fuck you, because I only want to talk to this dude. But that's why. Yeah, he's I mean, probably just trying way, to not be yeah. involved in it. It was just good little T. Whoever that camera yeah. man is deserves. Yeah. A raise because that was perfect because. Not only did he catch <laughs> like that followed moment, his he followed Francis, the and then they panned back. Yeah. Like, that was production 101, like, catch all the tea, catch all that sh- I was like, damn, mm-hmm. this man deserves a raise, whoever mm-hmm. this is. All right, and then lastly, we have the news <clears throat> via UFC lawyer Hunter Campbell, pretty much the number two with the UFC. He's informed everyone that Jorge Masvidal has suffered an injury and is out of his fight going up against Leon Edwards at UFC 269. Leon responded with kind of a dick in his mouth saying, Disappointed, but honestly, I knew this fraud didn't want to fight me anyway. He was just a stop off on the way to the title. The goal remains the same. Much needed family time now. At Maz, or at Usman. I will see you soon. So. Go ahead and keep on going because it's continued. Hazmat is eyeing for a late replacement against the fighter. He was formerly scheduled to fight as well as Bilal Muhammad, who he poked his fucking eye, as well as Gilbert Burns, who has been trying to fight since 1800. Yeah, so... Sorry, Leon. No family time. You're 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 fighting. No, no. Yeah. I think he's telling. I think he's telling. Usman, much needed family time. No, I, I think he's. Soon. I think he's like. I don't want to be on this card because now, now there's the play of maybe I can wait for Usman <laughs> because it kind of lines up. No, but he can't. Regardless. But no, he he shouldn't. He, he can't. can't he shouldn't, yeah. and he can't. The reason why is because the UFC is just going to keep on doing the power plays where, oh, you don't want to fight? Fine, you're not going to be ranked anymore. We've seen it done before. Too many people are active right now for anyone to sit out. Talk about making things happen and playing a power move, too. Hazmat just told his coach when he saw this announcement, he went ahead and put up his response with his own, like, 
I'll school, come brother. and fight Leon. And then he just called up his coach and his team and said, we're heading to the U.S. before anyone has made him an offer. Mm-hmm. He's just making shit happen. And I was joking with Andy earlier. I was like, Leon Edwards needs to take a fucking note from mm-hmm. Hazmat and his moves right now. Mm. Because that man is going to fight fucking Usman before Leon Edwards oh, ever does. I mean, Hello. It, I mean, we were talking about Luke passing him up. After his last one over Chases. And so, he still could. He yeah, still and he could. still could. So, yeah. I under, like, Leon deserves it. But, homie, this is, you are the one with the dick in your hand and up your ass thinking that you're going to end up getting it. He deserves it, but he's not taking the lessons from his past and knowing that. Multiple lessons. Yeah, that, like, going about it that way doesn't doesn't make shit happen for you, you know? Sitting out. So this fight with Moxball doesn't go through. So now he believes that he can just sit out and wait for Usman because he's like, well, if that's not if he's not a number one contender anymore, if we're not fighting for the number one contendership anymore, then I am the I am the number one contender. Which is not true because um Luke is already looking for another fight, and he's obviously okay with not finding Usman. Mm. So if Luke can get another fight in before Leon Edwards even like contemplate about who he's gonna fight next, it's like one of those things. He will get passed up. Mm-hmm. Um, if everybody's thinking it, what do you think the UFC is gonna do about it? Mm-hmm. A, an organization that has showed you time and time again. Will like make you fight again before giving you a title shot. Luke asking for more than five rounds with Nate Diaz, uh, Gilbert Burns literally calling out anybody and everybody. Um, he called out Tony the other day. Bilal, my cat. <laughs> Bilal just being um, more active recently than definitely Leon Edwards. I can I think I can think of two of Bilal's matches. And I can only think of one Leon match. Yeah, no. Um, Coaches MMA put out, yeah, you have this killer winning streak, but you actually only have one win in the last two years. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to take into account activity. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about Yair later on, but how do you expect off of... But again, Colby Covington just got a title shot, which we'll get into later, off of one win. But that, that one win was Tyron Woodley. You know what I'm saying? Like, but Tyron the Woodley after... Champ. I mean, yeah, but Tyron Woodley coming off of four losses, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it looks good, but wasn't much. And also, he lost to Jake Paul right after that. Or whoever the fuck, Paul. So, I don't know. But we all can agree. Leon Edwards is cut boy number one in the UFC. And he's going to get fucked over again. And he's going to be the one watching his own... His own damn self... Let this opportunity pass him by. Leon Edwards needs to go PFL. Yeah, or something. I don't know. Where he thinks that he... Bellator would be an excellent home for him. Because he could sit and wait and watch these people fucking progress. Mm-hmm. And just hold back. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... If Hamza, Bilal, Gilbert, Jorge, Kobe... They're all calling each other out. Bro... Get with it. He's just not playing the UFC game, and yeah, you're right. I think PFL is the best place because he likes to play that PFL game of the tournaments and the yeah, and the points and whatever. Mm. Like he's keeping a score that ain't nobody keeping a score like that, brother. Exactly, exactly, perfectly put. I just, I I understand the, the argument the is that you're here. playing the wrong game though. You're playing yeah. the numbers game with somebody that does not give a fuck. And yeah. everybody else is playing a totally different game. Like, mm-hmm. you are alone playing that mm-hmm. game. Yep. And that's it for the MMA Minute slash uh, No Name of the Week Minute or whatever. Everything. No Name Retirement. Retirement time, whatever. <laughs> that's it. Um, so, yeah. Next segment. Off to me. <laughs> so, first things first. Where do you rank Gaethje versus Chandler all time in terms of best fight period? 
Babe, now, now that you've seen, from the fights that you've seen, so obviously you're a newer fan, you haven't seen as many fights as me or Juan. Mm-hmm. Out of all the fights you've seen, mm-hmm. is that your most favorite UFC fight? Or is that, where does it rank for you? Like, what would you consider something that ranks above it? I would put it in the top five. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, number five, though, currently. Mm-hmm. What would you have as your number one? Number one, to be... 100% honest. Joanna versus... No, I kind of hate that this is my answer. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, it would be Jorge Masvidal versus Ben Askren. That was the mm-hmm. most exciting, like, craziest shit I've ever seen. I mean, second for second, though. Yeah. Um, and then it's probably Cyborg and Amanda. Mm-hmm. And then it's probably Joanna... And Sean Whaley. And then it's every Tony Ferguson fight. (laughs) And then it's, you know, so like, honestly, it's not my, it's, it's in the top Mm -hmm. area, like top five, I would call it. Okay. Juan, what about you? What, where do you rank it? So you're like, you're a recent convert, but not so recent. You're like 229 is when you really got into it. Connor Khabib time. Um, so, like, between then to now, what would, what, where would you put it? I don't think, to me, I don't even think it's top five. It's oh a really God. good fight. Oh, my goodness. I, it's a really, really good fight. Uh-huh. But I, I think there have been too many others just absolute bangers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. so, for example, um... I don't see myself watching Negeshi Chandler fight again, mm-hmm. but I've rewatched Usman Covington one. Mm-hmm. I've rewatched that like, like ten times. Now. Yeah. yeah, I just seeing Usman like tear this kid apart. Yeah, um, the Max Holloway, any yeah. Max Holloway fight. Yeah. That's fair. Honestly, though, it's one of my top favorite Justin Gaethje moments. And mm-hmm. I think I missed Justin Gaethje, and I didn't realize I missed him until I saw this fight. Mm-hmm. So it was a really fucking fun fight. Mm-hmm. It was really fucking good. And Chandler is just like, he fucking talked the talk, but he came and he fucking walks, too. Yeah. And he's, you know, like, so impressive. But it just makes me, like, a more and more fan of Justin Gaethje, too. To watch his fights was so much fun. Gaethje's uppercut... It's so killer. dangerous, dude. It's so dangerous. And he that hit motherfucker it, winds up. He 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 did it on Tony Ferguson, mm-hmm. and then he did it on Michael Chandler. I do and not understand how these guys just don't go to sleep on that uppercut. Because they tough. It's it's absolutely Tony. ridiculous. Um, definitely Justin Gaethje. If this definitely top five as far as favorite Justin Gaethje fights. Mm-hmm. That Tony Ferguson would have to be number one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <well>. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. What about you? So, before I get into that, so Justin Gaethje going into this, uh, he just, this was his third decision victory. Mm-hmm. So, all of his fights are by fucking finish. Like, yeah. third decision victory in uh, 26 MMA fights. Uh, he has also been awarded. 10 fight night bonuses in eight UFC appearances. Mm-hmm. So that means in one appearance, he got at least two. So fight of the night honor and probably like knockout. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was Barboza actually. Um, and then Michael Chandler has suffered three of his seven career decision losses by decision. Mm-hmm. So, um, man, I thought that fight was so fucking special. I watched a lot of fucking MMA, mm-hmm. and maybe I was talking about, out of my ass whenever I was thinking Rory McDonald versus Rory versus McDonald too. He said the one beat that fight. No, He's absolutely been not. That all yeah, no. it, and that's the thing. Like that's maybe it's Andy the recency bias, but also maybe it's like I remember watching that live, but also I was by myself when I watched it. Yeah, I I wasn't surrounded by like. Friends and yeah. also people that know the sport enough to have a, an opinion. An but, atmosphere like An that. opinion that I respect. Right. So, and then people like that surrounding you and also being fucking, like, like, 
Oh my god, what the fuck am I watching? I think that, for me, puts it... But I also completely understand, like, I get it. Rory McDonald, or Rory versus McDonald 2. We have Kelvin Gastelum against Izzy. We have Kamara Usman versus Covington 1. And 2, we have John Wei Lee versus uh, Joanna John Jacek. We have so many fucking fights. I mean, those last three are within the new era, but we have plenty of older fights that, I mean... Uh, Jones versus Gustafson one. Fucking Henry Cejudo fight. Yeah, Henry Cejudo against Marlon Marias. Yeah. I mean, there's so many. I mean, Henry Cejudo against Demetrius Johnson. So many good fights. I just think that the atmosphere. I don't think I'll ever have that in a in a room like that. I think the I think the moment was just so special to me mm-hmm. that I'm willing to rate it higher just because yeah. of the experience that I had as well. I think. After that fight, I don't think after that fight, that. I was coming off of a high. That that shit was insane. I was tingling. And Shane Burgos put on a fight of the night in his own right against Billy Quarantillo. And I was, like, shook. I was, like, still, like, shaking. Like, I was off of, like, drugs. It was crazy. Absolutely crazy. And I think I've, I've never really felt anything like that except for maybe when... Jorge knocked out Ben Askren, but again, I was not I sober. You were about to say when you proposed, I was like, uh, "Damn!" <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking strictly about fights, baby. I'm sorry, <laughs> that's not what I mean. But yeah, I just think the moment. Maybe I'm suffering from the moment. Maybe it is recency bias, whatever. But do you get my argument for why I would rank it higher? I just, for me, I think it's fuck. Yeah, it's like top three. Maybe number two. All right, I think I would. I and, think you should rephrase. I think you should rephrase the questioning then. Where would you put it as far as experience wise? As far as rankings, I think he's saying that love is blind, and he's like disregarded all. Yeah, Still, yeah, yeah. my number one fight. Yeah, like or number two or whatever. So you had the you've had one of the better experiences with this Geishi, um, Geishi. Chandler fight, but that Roy, Roy and uh, Roy versus McDonald. Yeah, no, you're right. That's and, like that. Just the intensity of them two just staring at each other. Yeah, like, you, we you didn't get that. There was a lot of intensity. Don't get me wrong. There was a lot of no. Intensity. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And in its own right, I mean just by sheer strikes, sheer time. Yeah. Roy and Robbie, they went into the fifth. So. And it, there was But imagine if this was a five-round fight. Ima- oh, my God. Imagine. Well, no, Chandler, I think, wouldn't have made it past round three. Honestly, well, who knows, who knows if the pace is as crazy as it was. Mm-hmm. And I think where a lot of us are trying to be like, imagine if it was five rounds. I think three rounds of this was perfect. Mm-hmm. I think in five rounds, the fight doesn't become so great. I think Chandler, like... Somebody just needs to get knocked out. Yeah, I think, and that's what I think everybody was talking about. Like, what is Chandler pointing to? What is Chandler pointing to at the third round? He was pointing at the clock and looking at Gaethje like, hey, you got a minute and a half to knock me out. That's what he was telling Justin Gaethje. So just that shit alone. Him smiling up at the ref whenever he got a takedown uh, shut and he was like bleeding everywhere and he was like smiling. Like him after the fucking fight, he was yelling at the journalist, are you not entertained? Like, them riding in the ambulance uh, on the way to the hospital. And then, honestly, too, even his, like, loss and him and Gaethje's, like, moment at the end of the fight was really sweet, and I feel like all of the fights that I was honestly a little disappointed because all the fights I was super looking forward to didn't have finishes, and they all went to decisions, it seems like. Except for the Cheetah Vera fight. But I didn't see that knockout. I saw saw the pictures of the pictures yeah. and stuff. But I didn't see the actual I'm I was sorry, ex- go ahead. Oh no, you're fine. I was just saying though, like I was expecting Cheeto to win and then all of Trevor's team to win, but I also expected all of them to finish their fights too. Mm. And so uh, anyway, with all that being said, we saw a lot of really good, like, respectful sportsmanship mm-hmm. from both the winners and the losers for every one of those decisions, too. Yeah. And that kind of, like, helped convince me, like, this other person's, like, 
yeah, okay, you won this time. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, and so respect. The respect was there, too, mm-hmm. so I just kind of changed the subject a little bit. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah. Yeah. Um, off to the next question, same subject. I'll start with you, babe. Mm-hmm. Has Gaethje done enough to secure the title shot next? I honestly... He gets the winner of Dustin Poirier versus Oliviera. Um, I'm fine with him getting it. To be honest, I don't know if that's enough, or I don't know if somebody else... I feel like that... But Neil Dariush is, number, is ranked number three. Yeah, I don't really know. Honestly, that's where I'm not as... I really don't have too much of an opinion about it, mm-hmm. because I don't really know how matchmaking happens. I know who I would like to see fight, mm-hmm. and I understand when, but even with the rankings, like, depending on how much someone else has been fighting and things yeah. like that, like, I don't really know. It's kind of like scoring. Sometimes you don't really know how they're going to score. I feel yeah. like I don't know how they but Yeah, you can score really a fight, but it people. doesn't matter what you score it because a judge can be completely incompetent or yeah. a better judge than you, Yeah, and, you know, they think different. But even though, like, now he's number one, like, yeah, that, or number two, that makes sense. But also, like, I don't really, I don't really know. I don't know how to form an opinion mm-hmm. on if he should be up or not. Juan? Um, when is this Dustin Oliveira fight uh, supposed December to happen? December 11th. Okay. So, Islam just fought. He's now number four. Uh-huh. Justin's number two. Benir Darush is number three. Chandler is number five. Everybody else doesn't matter right now because they don't. They just lost. So Michael Chandler, he just lost, so he doesn't matter right now. Mm-hmm. So we have Justin, Benil, and Islam. So it completely makes sense for Justin. It does not make sense for Islam to fight for the championship right now. Yeah. You're right. So therefore, it completely makes sense for Justin to fight the winner of the of the championship for that fight. Islam can fight Benil or Michael Chandler. Benil has to fight. Benil has to fight someone, anybody, and then he could possibly get the title shot next. I don't know, dude. He's in a he's in a bad spot because of Islam. If Islam can. Islam might be able to pass him up. Yeah. So, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I do think he needs one more win. I think the Islam versus Benil fight with proper training, I think that's the most dangerous fight that Islam can get into. Yeah. Uh, Benil Dariush, for those that do not know, is a champion jiu-jitsu player. Mm-hmm. And he is a problem on the floor. So if Islam submits Benil Dariush, then we got a real serious problem. I... I as, as much as I respect Islam and what he's done, we do have to look at the opponents. Tiago Moises was not even ranked before that. And then his last win was Dan Hooker on 30 days notice after a fight. So, not the greatest version of Dan Hooker. We can all agree, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Hooker has not been himself lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's more because he's being reckless versus he's shitty. Mm-hmm. I think if he was like on point, there's a reason why he went... So long with Paul Felder. There's a reason yeah. why he went all 25 minutes with Dustin Poirier. Right. Like, he is legit. It's just without a proper camp, without coming off of a fight, but, without yeah. with a lot of different variables, Yeah. you're maybe not going to be winning. Right. But I agree with you, Juan. I think Islam versus Benil is the choice. I think after that fight, Justin Gaethje has done enough to get a title shot. To get the next title shot. Well, it, I think it all comes down to recent, re- recency. And um, this kind of just worked out in Justin's favor as far as all the time. Because let's say, let's say, let's say Justin had to wait one more month to fight. And then Islam was fighting this month. It would be Islam's chance to yeah. get the championship. You're right. So literally, this all just came down to perfect timing for Justin Gaethje. Um, um, at this point, everybody, everybody, top four and up, mm-hmm. deserves a championship title. 
Justin Gaethje just lucked out as far as for his timing. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, I can't really yeah. tell how to say that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone five and under, they have to win at least two or three fights. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chandler did call out McGregor, but. I think there's other options. I don't think Conor fights Chandler. I don't think so either. Yeah. He only has two fights left, and Chandler is not that. Fight. I want Nate trilogy, and I want Tony. Yeah. yeah, that's all I want. Yeah, fuck everything else. But if Conor McGregor wants to knock someone out, he's gonna fight Chandler. But I don't know if he. I, don't I think, think he, he I, wins that. I think he wins that easy. You do? Yeah. I think Conor I don't, wins that. I don't think. So I don't either. know. Chandler has a chin on him. That's yeah. if one thing. Yeah. I know if one thing, Chandler has instilled in me now. He has a fucking chin, and it makes. But Charles if he Oliveira goes against Conor, he's going to do a five rounder. Yeah. So I think, Chandler versus, Habib, that would have been a really good fight because Chandler's wrestling is so insane. Yeah. But I think Chandler goes out there and he wrestle fucks Conor real quick, and I think. I think Connor's power at 155 is overrated. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. People eat the shots at 155. At 145, he was a one-hitter quitter because he was so big and so fast and so powerful. 155, though, I don't trust Connor like that. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, moving on. Secondly, most people score the fight between John Wigley this Saturday. In the immediate rematch, nobody asked for with strawweight champion Rose Namawaz. A lot of people, including me, scored the first three rounds for John Wei Lee and then the championship rounds for Rose. Did the wrong person win on Saturday? I didn't see it, so I don't know. But I'm going to go ahead and say no because Rose deserves to be champion for the rest of her life. Okay. Yeah. Babe, how did you watch it? It was a close fight. It was. I could have seen either one being the winner. Yep. And from a champion, I want more. I want to finish for the win. And it felt a little too close for my enjoyment. But I don't think she's wrong to have won it necessarily. I just would like more especially from a champion to not have such a close mm-hmm. fight with somebody and win you know like it almost feels like it could have been a draw to me honestly mm-hmm. and how draw will go to the champ like i, I don't yeah. like that rule but mm-hmm. i get it um but i feel like it could have been a draw yeah i think a lot of people when i say i scored it that doesn't mean that's the consensus thing yeah and i think People also have to give the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Because if I see it one way, that doesn't mean that other people aren't going to see it the other way. Especially if the fight is so fucking close. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a couple of strikes off each. So, yeah, I mean, I could have seen the other, like, somebody else give the third round to Rose. So the third, fourth, and fifth. Yeah. So I'm just, I think it was too close to call. Somebody made the choice to give it a Rose. Mm-hmm. I, th- I disagree with it. But at the end of the day, I'm not a judge. I'm not part of the state commission. So what the fuck do I know? Um, but yeah. Uh, now that UFC ends up in a really awkward position with her, it was the thing that I had talked about last week. Now you have Zhang Weili, very clearly champion 1B now. Mm-hmm. And what the fuck do you do with... She's a high-end gatekeeper at... She's yeah. going to be one. She's going to be number one, and Rose is going to be champion. Yeah. Whoever you don't give to Rose, you're going to be giving to John Wei Lee. Yeah. And you're not going to give her a title shot anytime soon against Rose. Yeah. So you shot yourself in the fucking foot. And this is what happens. This is why you don't make title rematches right away. You kind of work it around so you can spread the timetable between a loss and a rematch. Mm-hmm. And now you're just fucked. Now you just got a Yoel Romero again. I mean, I guess it puts us in a position for Zhang Weili and Joanna to fight yeah. again, but we just need them both to be doing some healing, I feel like, too. Yeah. So we won't see that for a while. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you're right. And Joanna's cool to just wait. She's yeah. like, I only want big fights. So either yeah. championship or, or a title like, contender. Yeah. And if you have Zhang Wei Lee versus Joanna too, mm-hmm. and she wins, like, but then that's she, fun. but she's also lost to Rose twice. Yeah. So that's where you're, you're fucked if you do, you're fucked if you don't. And mm-hmm. this is why the UFC should have thought this one more through yeah like yeah you got your nut off of the ufc 268 madison square garden card but now what now strawweight is a fucking mess so mm-hmm. i don't know carla sparza seems like the right choice she's on a streak she has a win over rose uh she was the inaugural tough champion winner for strawweight she's been calling it calling for it rose has been calling for it rose yeah. is like there is no other option the only closest one next is Marina Rodriguez, but I still think as far as it beats her out. Damn, I was so glad to see um, Rose come out, though, chanting again, I am the best. I am the best. That shit was dope. I feel like, oh, that's like a mantra if you ever need one. Just fucking watch her walk out saying that, mm-hmm. and you'll channel her. Uh, this is now... Two fights in a row that Zhang Wei Li has lost mm-hmm. after a 21 fight win streak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those two losses were to decision. And. Yeah. <laughs> Juan just showed, it, showed us a meme. Uh, yeah. And Rose <laughs> now has the second most wins in straw weight. Uh, second only to Joanna, who has 10. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, moving on from that, because it was a hot mess. Lastly, we have the weekend's feature. Wait, we didn't even talk about fucking Kamara Usman versus Kobe Covington. Fuck that. Yeah. Kobe Covington versus Kamara Usman, what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, you wrote, you wrote this, uh... I know, but Max, Max, I saw Max Holloway and I got fucking a boner. <laughs> so, real quick, Kobe Covington versus Kamara Usman. I had it two and two going into the fifth. I thought round two was a, I think it was a pretty clear 10-8. You get two knockdowns on somebody and you're very close to finishing the fight. I think that constitutes a 10-8, but fine, call it a 10-9 if you really want to play that game. It's 2-2 going into the fifth. Kamaru Usman, I think, does enough in the fifth to win. He secures it. He is now 15 straight in the UFC, 19 straight overall, one behind Anderson Silva. How many fights do you think Kamaru Usman has left one? Two or three. I mean, it's not like he doesn't have... He says he's... He's made a comment saying he doesn't really have anybody to fight or something like that. Not in those words exactly, but that he's lapping everybody. There's still a few people that he can fight, you know, like Luke. He can fight. Um, I'll pull up the rankings just to see. But there's multiple people in the division that are still big enough for him to fight. Um, I don't know, even, So, Luke, yeah. Thompson... Uh, Thompson doesn't deserve it though. He doesn't, but give Thompson a little bit of time. He can get that title shot, and mm-hmm. even though more than likely Kamaru Usman's wrestling is going to destroy Thompson, um, anything could happen. Thompson could. Yeah, he can win something. Yeah, it's yeah. MMA guys. This is not. Yeah. Fucking the NFL. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chris Barnett. You're allowed to do karate. Chris Barnett did some spinning <laughs> shit. Okay, guys, anything can happen. Believe. Mm-hmm. And then um, I would also like to see him fight Bilal and uh, Chmaev. But see, that's the thing. They're so low ranked that they have to get a couple of wins. Yeah. Like maybe you do the Edwards fight and then uh, you do the Edwards fight and then maybe you do Luke if he wins or whatever. And then I call it a day. Mm-hmm. I really get Two fights in. Um, babe, how many fights do you think Kamara Usman has left? He made the comment this Saturday that I've been fought, fighting all these dudes. I've been so active. But all this time I'm spending away from my daughter. Yeah, I have FaceTime. But 
my daughter's not going to give a fuck that I have 20 million stacked up when yeah. she's 18 years old. She's going to be asking me, where were you, dad? Yeah. And I mean, that's a very, that's a very good point. Mm-hmm. I truly think that once he gets past Anderson Silva, once he beats that 16 fight win streak, mm-hmm. once he gets to 17, end of the day. I really do think that if there's any kind of way possible to avoid Shemayev. I think, too, that we've heard from um, Trevor and Justin talking. Trevor, as a coach, really tries to, I think, prepare their fighters for once they reach their goal, what they're going to do when they're done. Because he's like, you're going to, we're going to get you to your goal, but we got to also be managing your expectation and your your value as a mm. human beyond that goal mm. because you can hit that goal but you don't stay there you don't whatever mm-hmm. and so i wonder if that's getting into kamara's head a bit too thinking a little bit more like big picture what do i really want with my life like what does this really look like for me why am i still here and i think that's really smart and good mm-hmm. for him and I don't know what that number looks like. I don't know what he's, like, really trying to achieve either. Because to me, like, he could hang up his hat and walk out as a Hall of Famer. Like, one of the GOATs, debatable GOAT. You know, like, so if that... I mean, that's... He's succeeded beyond many do in my book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what does his number look like? That's up for him to decide, like, what, what... does he need to accomplish still? Because I think he thinks there's something still that he wants to get done, but what does that look like for him? And I don't think anyone really wants to see a Colby trilogy. Um, yeah. Just because we saw Colby get his jaw broken the first time. The second time, um, Usman still came out and won. But I don't think anybody wants to see five more rounds of that of a Kobe fight with Usman just because we and, know it's going to go five rounds. And we saw them bury the hatchet at the end of it too with yeah, yeah, yeah. Kobe saying like all love this was to make us money this was to make you money to make me money like no no hate like none but love like and and Kamara like accepted it and it seemed like the heat on yeah, them yeah. too is gone now too so it, that kind of takes away a lot of the, like, schmick Why you from... might want a three, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh... Yes I mean, and no. I yes, would... because some people might become a fan of Kobe because of that, and they're like, yeah, give Kobe, like... if I could see, I could see where that's going. But I think overall... I think you have one convincing win, and then you have a decision. I think this decision, as close as it was... Mm-hmm. I still see it as, I mean, Kamaru knocked him out twice. Yeah. I thoroughly score that 10-8. So, even if you give the last three rounds to Kobe, fine. Yeah. That 10-8 makes it a draw. So, then you go and you give it to the champion Kamaru anyway. He, I don't he see, won that fight. Yeah. yeah. I don't see a fight where Kobe wins. Yeah. And, like, you can have your opinion, whatever you want. But at the end of the day, I'm looking at the stats Kamaru outlanded Kobe in terms of total strikes by almost 39. And that's he landed. Where... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, no, no. He uh, landed one takedown where Kobe, whatever you feel about that takedown, mm-hmm. the two takedowns in round three, he went, if you count those two, he went uh, two for nine, or two for 11. Mm-hmm. So the takedown defense, like, Kamaru still had it convincingly. Yeah. Um, the control time was pretty much even. But even in the rounds, so round one, Kamaru outstruck Kobe four strikes. Round two, Kamaru clearly won with two knockdowns and outstruck him by almost two to one. Round three was close, but even by strike standards, Kamaru outstruck him by two. So the judges scored that for Kamaru. I mean, by strikes, he kind of got it. Fourth round was by far Kobe's best round. Mm -hmm. So fine, you give that one round to Kobe. If you give him the third round, you still have the second round, which is a kind of a clear 10-8. The, the fight yeah. could have been stopped. And then in the fifth round, the, the one that kind of, for me, was 2-2 going into the fifth, mm-hmm. you still have uh, Kamara Usman outstriking Kobe by three strikes. 
yeah, it's three strikes, but it was a close fight. Mm -hmm. So, I could have seen it gone both ways, but Kamara Usman did do, I think, enough. I think he did, and I want to retract my statement from earlier saying I'm a little disappointed with our champions' mm -hmm. fights because Kamara won that fight. Like, mm -hmm. he, he didn't... Yeah, I mean... And yeah. I I think Colby Covington's that good of a fighter, too, yeah. where I'm like, no, he really did fucking win that fight, and he's the better fighter. Yeah. And Colby Covington is a fucking... He's a gatekeeper, I think. Oh, yeah. I but, think respect is due for Colby oh, Covington. Yeah. He lasted another fucking 25 minutes. I didn't think he was going to make it out of the first mm -hmm. two rounds, mm -hmm. to be honest. Mm -hmm. I thought it's not entering the championship rounds. Kobe came out there and made fucking excellent adjustments. Shocked. And Kamaru Usman fucked up in the third round and gave him too much room. Mm -hmm. He should have smothered him and finished it. Mm -hmm. And then Kobe just, you know, had a resurgence. Uh, you could call it, uh, you know, a riot. Yeah. January 6th riot. Um, but, yeah. I think the right man won. Mm -hmm. Kobe Covington is champion 1B if there was one. Mm -hmm. But he's not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there isn't, so Kamaru's daddy, mm -hmm. and daddy is now on a 15-fight fucking winning streak mm -hmm. in the UFC. So, yeah, I wish him nothing but the best, and, like, figure yeah. out what you need to do to feel accomplished in your career here, but mm -hmm. I think it's inevitable. Not. Everyone else thinks you've succeeded beyond what... Do you think Kobe's little act goes as bad as it once did or do you think he kind of lets off the gas a little bit oh i think he totally lets off the gas i think he yeah i think he plays the game by making it funny i don't think he goes as hard and i think like that was like he had some weird beef and he like hopped on the trash talk with tomorrow mm -hmm. and then they got into it and fed into it more and more and then it got big and it got the like whatever but now I don't think there's any fire left in that kind of, like, rivalry. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think we're going to see anything really from Colby about Kamaru and mm -hmm. ever again, really. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Tough shit for Kobe because he's not, he, not going to be champion if Kamaru's champion. But he could always go fight Kamaru Izzy. leaves soon. Yeah, maybe. I mean... In four fights, he might be fighting for the championship against Hasbro. And then Jemaya. Colby's 100% champion. So, yeah. so who, I think Colby can beat Izzy. I think Colby can beat a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think he could beat everybody at 170, to be honest, besides Kamara Wiesman. Mm -hmm. But we'll see. Time will tell. Mm -hmm. uh, congratulations to fucking Kamara Wiesman. Because, fuck. That was bad. Yeah. All right, now, lastly, <laughs> this weekend features the return of Max Holloway against Yair Rodriguez, who has not fought in over two years, 764 days, I think, something like that. Yair was on the MMA Hour and said that his layoff was due to five family members passing away from COVID. Does the time away affect Yair Rodriguez? Does it even matter? Who do you guys have? I think I'll always call Quick for mess. Max. If I'm being real, I don't think he'll beat Volkanovski. I think oh. he's... No, I don't think he'll... Like, I think he could. I don't think he, he will. will. Damn. Mm -hmm. Damn. I, I think it's... I think Max, unfortunately, is going to be champion B for as long as Volkanovski's in town, yeah. Damn, that's a hot take. But I'm going to always root for Max. I always am going to want him to win. That's depressing, dude. That's depressing. I know. To think as Max as never being champion again, that's depressing. He's already lost twice to Volkanovski. Not even, really. But it was, that's what I'm saying, he could beat him. He could have. He could beat him, but he hasn't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean... At the end of the day, it's who has the belt, and who got the W. Yeah, but you're you're not wrong. But but it's kind of hard to deny Max that position and get like, get say what you want about how many times someone can rematch for a title. Max Max can rematch for a title as many times as that man wants. True, and that's why like, I'm that always is true. gonna yeah. want him to yeah. win. Uh -huh. I'm yeah. always gonna want him to win, even though I like. Volkanovski, mm -hmm. I still want Max back there. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But 
he's not winning these fights, and he's already gone two with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, Max beats everybody else in the division for sure. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. He, he, I mean, we've seen, and, and it's not even close. It's yeah, not yeah, even it's close. Not so, even I, close. I, so your question, like, yeah. it doesn't really matter because it's Max Holloway. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, quick facts. Max Holloway has the most division wins in featherweight with 17. He also has the most stoppages at 8, the most KOs at 8. 24 fights without getting knocked down himself. Insane. He has the most strikes in the UFC. Mm-hmm. 2,805. I think the next place is Joanna with 1,800. Mm-hmm. So a thousand strike, like a thousand strikes of a difference. Mm-hmm. He is tied though with the most third round stoppages with Randy Couture and Joel Romero. At six. Nice. Heavyweights and middleweights. And yeah. light heavyweights in their own regard. That's crazy. Um, right now the odds have it as minus 750 to plus 500 for Yair. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, after Calvin Cater, as much as I think Yair is a problem, I don't think he's that much of a problem. Yair's I, not I a problem if he's only fighting once a year. You're right. A hundred percent. And I think... And then now with this extra setback... Mm-hmm. Like, what does that just add to the uphill battle he's kind of facing already? Yair only fights for 50 Gs a year. (coughs) He gets one one kind of bonus a year, or every two years, maybe. Um, So, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if Max loses or if Yair loses. Wait, I'm sorry. (laughs) It does not matter... If Max loses and Yair wins, because at that point the UFC is gonna look at Yair and be like, "Yeah, that was Max, but this is your first fight since Zombie." No, since uh, fuck, uh, Jeremy Stevens. That's fucking because Zombie, and then it was Jeremy. Stevens. But even then, Jeremy Stevens doesn't need to be in the UFC anymore as yeah. well. So like, what kind of <laughs> Yeah, year just quit, dude. <laughs> quit UFC. Quit MMA. Don't maybe don't quit MMA because I like I like. I, just, I don't like you. U- UFC. Quit UFC. Go to Bellator. Yeah. Dang. I'm uh, telling everyone to go elsewhere. I know. Um. Also, speaking we, of go elsewhere, what what do we do with poor Frankie? Oh uh, my gosh. We didn't even say. No, we didn't. But. We did mention Marlon Cheeto Vera. Uh, it was a back and forth. It, it, hey, it wasn't him getting ran over. Yeah. He did win the first round. I did see you Marlon Vera. You might have thought he got run over by what his face looked like later, but he yeah. was not run over by a vehicle. Yeah. His chin is gone. His... Yeah, and, and the thing is, these strikes are not... They're not chill strikes. That front fucking kick to the jaw changes his face. Yeah, like the momentum changes made him, his face. Yeah, into a Simpsons character. Yeah. Um, shout out to the Simpsons for again calling the future. Also, ironically, being Cheeto Vera for Halloween that was pretty cool. Um, I think it was a close fight. I think Cheeto got the knockout. I think he was out as much as he wants to like you know argue against it. He was on wobbly legs while he was arguing. That it wasn't a good stoppage. Um, but come on. Come on. That was he was out. I just think, you know, if Corey Sanhagen lands that knee on me, even despite fucking That's hilarious. Oh my god. Oh, he That's did him so bad. Like. Damn. Sorry. Nina just said that Frankie looked like fucking Wallace from Wallace and Gromit after that hit. And I'm I mean, she's not wrong. Um, yeah, I think it is two back-to-back KOs, four KOs of his last six. Yeah, Brian Ortega did start a kind of domino effect with his chin. I just think that we're over-hyping his chin being gone. We do have to give credit to the actual strikes. Corey Sanhagen playing me, anybody's going to get knocked the fuck out by that. Cheeto Vera kicking your fucking teeth in like that, I think a lot of people are going to be up. Um, unfortunately... That's just the way it fucking goes. You you get a little bit older, you get a little bit slower, you end up getting caught a little bit more with those strikes that you normally wouldn't get caught. Or if you did get caught, you would normally be able to brush it off a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. 
And Frankie's not going to fucking retire. That's the thing. He needs to. He needs to. He's, He's done. As soon as the UFC wants to release him, he will go to Bellator. Frankie Edgar will retire on his own accord. Homie's an old dude now. Yeah. Chillax. And I don't know who you match him up against. I mean, if Sean O'Malley fights... He's a gatekeeper. I don't even think he's a gatekeeper. I think he's a fucking uh, fast lane pass to the top She's 10. doing Frankie so dirty. Dude. What are you doing? She's doing Frankie Let me so see. dirty. Don't you do this She's to not Frankie. Done. She's not done yet. Okay. Let, let, her, let her do the final product. But <laughs> Yeah, so... In, in terms of Cheeto, I think, hey, you know what? He should get, I think Cheeto should get the winner of Dominic Cruz versus Pedro Munoz. Uh-huh. And then you have a big name, and then now you're in the top five. Mm-hmm. And Cheeto Vera, holy shit, he's yeah. fucking game. And he is Looking not, good. he does not give a fuck about you if you're in there. Yeah. Look at what he did to Davy Grant with those fucking elbows. Yeah. Flipping off the legend Frankie Edgar. Like, that is crazy talk. Like, but he did it just to get in people's heads. Like, and we fucking knew he would do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, it wasn't surprising to me. Mm-mm. So uh, he lo- he just looks so fucking good, and yeah. I'm very happy for him. I love his vibe. I think he's a great mm-hmm. fighter. I think, yeah, he just needs to learn fucking wrestling a little bit more, and mm-hmm. he's he's fucking there. Mm-hmm. And also UFC four fucking put him in the fucking game. Put him in the fucking game. He's not in the game, mm-hmm. but fucking Sean O'Malley is. What the fuck? Rip. But on that note, that is the end of the show. Uh, thank you for joining us. It was a, I think it was our best episode yet. I concur. Uh, you know. Juan, tell the people how they can reach out to us. Because I really want to, I want to talk to them about how much of a cuck Edwards is. I want to hear their thoughts on Edgar. And I know all these right-leaning motherfuckers that actually listen to us. They scored it for Kobe, so. Um, you can hit us up on Instagram at no.name.mma.show. Um, our email is show at gmail.com. And our Twitter is nonamemma1. Um... Uh, do me a favor, go go look up Wallace, and then go look up Frankie Edgar. Wait, Andy will make a meme of it for me. Yeah. Because I don't know how. We'll put it up on the Insta. Yeah. I'll show you guys what I've been working on. He did it so dirty, so dirty. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's all we got for you. Give us five-star rating. Let us know if we're doing good, if we need to do better. We need um, your validation. Yeah, well, guys. Well, on. fuck y'all, but yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, fuck y'all. Um, yeah, let us know. So yeah, uh, hit us up on that. The Substack is live. Go check that shit out through the link in the bio. As always, from... Mystic Daddy Juan. No Nutshot Nina. And me, Motivated Andy. Talk at you guys next week. And as always, fuck you, John Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye. Uh, get right.